0: Good evening, sports fans. Here we are again, um, another episode of Fork Sports Highway. Uh, been kind of a loosey-goosey, uh, fit-together weird summer because baseball's the sport going on. We're just about to jump into football. Um, so tonight's show is NFL Hall of Fame game. Yankees in last. Hi, <laughs> They made me do that. Um, Major League Baseball trade deadline updates, UND football begins, um, and the Bison
1: copycats, the NIL issues, or whatnot. Um, Dale, can you get Monty some Kleenex? No,
2: oh yeah, you got it. <laughs> oh. That's
1: because you're crying, not oh
0: stuff coming out of your nose. <laughs> All right. Well, I was beginning to wonder. Okay, so my Yankees. What, what we, so, so, all right, so so it's me. So I'm over here. Yeah.
1: Okay. Fire, fire, Aaron. Boone. They're in last place in their division. Yeah, and still got a better record than the Twins. Well, I'm just saying, are they in yeah. last place? Yeah, they're in last place. They're worse than Baltimore and Tampa. <laughs> well,
0: Baltimore is the first place team. Baltimore. All right. Before we even get into this, Bill, you started it. Here we go. <laughs> all right. So this is me. Um, Fork Sports Highway, uh, we've been we've been ramping this thing up as best we can. Over here is um, Bill, the legend Deutsch, our football guru
1: and Yankee lover.
0: Yeah, he's a he big Yankee lover.
1: Yeah. Well, I actually watched three innings of their game the other night.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, they won one at Tampa Bay. Uh, uh, they, they
1: weren't winning this one.
0: Oh, well, they they. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched that one too. I was with you. <laughs> No, um, they 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 uh, they're struggling. They're uh, that whole division though. You know, Tampa Bay ran off with like a twenty-two and six record and like twenty straight wins at home, and then they've kind of fallen back to earth. But Baltimore, uh, much like the Cincinnati Reds, is a team with a bunch of youth from their 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 uh, minor league teams that they built these they they built from within and. Uh, are doing pretty well, both Baltimore, uh, Cincinnati, and I think Texas is the third team that, that has brought up their youth out of the minor leagues and has been uh, the, kind of the big surprises of the year. Um, but yeah, the baseball, we, we had the trade dead go, deadline go by, and um, we got Victor over here.
3: How's it going, Mr. guys?
0: Mr. Movie Guy and uh, <laughs> the video game stuff. I saw these guys on the vi- um, movie show earlier today talking about uh, Oppenheimer.
3: Yes, yeah. and it was awesome. And, and
0: they were going way deep into this guy. I mean, um, I was I, I was like, oh, I can't listen to this anymore. These guys. <laughs> but, but apparently the movie uh, really... Uh, i guess uh portrays a side of him that we don't know
3: yes uh i mean he was one intelligent man that's for sure he was a very intelligent man there was nobody i think uh, beside. i i think honestly there's sides of him that you would probably think you would know and think you wouldn't know but but this movie kind of covers his whole life as not only a great man a very smart man and a, a womanizer and a you know uh, scientists well, and all.
0: So. Well and that's one of the things is that we all think of Albert Einstein as yes. like the brains behind the atomic bomb. Yes. But uh, not necessarily so and and I thought there was one line you guys uh, brought up today uh, apparently from the movie where where he's talking to President Truman is yeah. it and yeah. and, and does, does, does Truman say something to the effect that he's gonna drop or, or detonate the bomb? Yes. Or, or what, what was the line? You know?
3: Uh, but, uh, well, Uh, Oppenheimer was trying to explain, you know, that he was, you know, created the atomic bomb. And of course, you know, Harry <laughs> Truman, being the strong, gun ho man that he was, uh, said, no, I will drop the, you know, I will drop it. And then he, when he was walking out of the, of course, his office, he called him a crybaby and and basically was like, yeah, make sure this man does not come back into my office <laughs> if <laughs> he's going to think that he's, you know, the boss of this. So I thought, well, <laughs> yeah, that's Harry Truman for you. So
0: <laughs> well, give him hell, Harry. Right? Eh? Exactly. <laughs> But anyway, I mean, I I heard you guys on the show there, and I I suppose we'll get back into the sports here. Um, Bill, you know...
1: I was listening to those girls today. Oh, yeah, well, talk (laughs) about that a little bit.
0: So the the girls (laughs) racing,
1: what was that all about? I didn't hear any of that. Well, I don't know how John got them up here, but they're Donnie Schatz's um, nieces. So they're his sister's kids and they live in moorhead and i think they play basketball and stuff too but they were up here and boy they they did a fabulous job
0: well are they are they are they racing like sprint cars or mini mini
1: sprints or something yeah i think they're they're doing i said something about 350s or 410s or something and they say they they race in ada on thursday nights and in Fargo or something on Friday nights, hmm. so that's all set up. But you know they're talking about going down to Knoxville and uh-huh. uh, all this. You know they basically follow, obviously follow Donnie around. Sure. And you know they all have their cars together in Moorhead or Fargo, wherever their their shop is.
0: So well, these are teenage girls. So his nieces, and they're basically uh, uh,
1: running. Uh, at the same age he was when he began Yeah, pretty much i i think he did actually start in go-karts too well, well i don't know but these girls started in go-karts first before you know they got into well where they're at. But girls racing obviously cars. John, john would know a lot more than i oh, do yeah either. yeah so one
0: of these nights we're gonna
1: get john in here and he's gonna have to talk racing to us but uh, these girls i mean they they spoke really well and i uh, i was impressed by them you know they're twins oh they're both yeah, 15 years old and, and they were great guests. Racing cars. But I don't think, you know, I was thinking, well, maybe they're, you know, in town or something and gonna race tomorrow night, but I, it didn't sound like they'd be in Grand Forks. Huh. Because nope. as I say, I think they were headed to Ada or something tonight. Oh. And so they must have just driven up because it was in the studio. It isn't like they just talked on the phone. Well, so
0: so you got the racing, and, and of course the Dirty Thursday, and that's just John Roberts' thing because he's, he's w- the in the know, and he's got Dale doing the the, the broadcasting or the, the, the covering the races. Well, Chad Hoff was here today too. Oh yeah, well Chad Hoff from Northwest Tires. All right. <laughs> yeah, we had got, we got all that. <laughs> the Bullring Boys. Yeah. But but no, so so they do that great job of covering the racing in the community, and 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 that's a big deal here. For, it has been for a long time. Well, it
1: sure sounds like people really like. The river, whatever you call it, speedway. Um, the,
0: yeah, the, the, god dang it, no, no, I'm at a loss. I screwed you up. The, the, the
1: <laughs> river, it's not River Cinema, because no, that's, that's our, that's <laughs> our, no,
0: the.
3: I mean, I'm oh, sure they do that too. <laughs> they probably that do bugs really me. Too. I
1: Well, Keith, Keith will tell us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keith will tell us but what But no, the, the bull
0: do. ring over there, the, the, the quarter mile track, but is, everybody just
1: loves it. I I, I mean, know even he, the the, all the the pros that come in well, here. Well, even these two girls that are 15 years old said that that's the best one they go
0: to. Well, it's it well it's hard pack track. So there's Dale sneaking in here. You're gonna tell us what the name of the speedway is in Grand Forks, North Dakota?
2: You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, uh, no River City Speedway. River yeah. City <laughs> Speedway. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, B- B- Bill threw threw a curveball at me, and you know I I I felt like he was. Uh, scuffing up the ball like Joe Necro. Uh,
2: I had to step out for a few <laughs> minutes there, but I'm seeing in the chat Keith mentioning how they raced the three oh five race saver sprints. They were actually they made their debut at River City Speedway a few weeks ago during the all sprint night. That was so awesome. And I think uh, Andy Pake won both nights back to back. Yeah, that that's cool. It sounds like they're gonna come back next year too.
0: Oh that's God. nice. But but anyway I, I did bring up the fact that the reason you you, you, you threw me off off topic Today is the anniversary of 1987 and Joe Necro with the Emory board on the pitching mound for the I Twins. Didn't,
1: I didn't know
0: that. <laughs> yeah, Any, so anybody, you know this Dale? You ever heard about Joe Necro?
2: I've heard of Joe Necro. What, what, what's the anniversary up again?
0: Well, okay, so so Phil and Joe Necro were knuckleball pitchers yes, in the major Yes, knuckleball. Yeah. yeah, knuckleballers. And um, uh, that era of pitchers you know, obviously, uh, there's been a big deal in recent years of, of every time a pitcher comes off the mound, they have to have their hands touched by the first base ump for substances and that mm. kind of thing. And of course, we've had multiple players from teams get tossed out for ten games for for having things on their hands and and. But back in the day, the original well, spitballs, right? Spitball. You couldn't you couldn't wet the ball, but uh, so Gaylord Perry from the, from multiple teams was known for having vaseline in his hair and doctoring the ball but never actually getting caught but joe necro was pitching for the twins in october of 19 august of 1987. august 3rd 1987 he's on the mound in california against the angels gene mock is the manager of the angels at the time gene mock had previously been a twins manager and he's the father-in-law of Roy Smalley. Okay. Roy Smalley was the Twins great, really. <clears throat> but anyway, um, Gene Mock is is contesting the fact that that, and you should see this pitch. Joe Necro throws this pitch, and it does every bit of breaking that any. It, it, just it drops out of sight. Or? Yeah, it, it was it was like the best Burt Malilov and curveball ever.
2: I remember seeing him chronicled on the. I think Netflix did a special just called Knuckleballer, and yeah. he was, and they made sure to give him his just desserts there.
0: Well, mm-hmm. he he then he then. So the umpire goes and picks up the ball and looks at it and sees it scuffed and goes out to the mound. And Joe Necro, you, you got, you've you seen this footage, right, Bill? I know oh, you I, have. Yeah. I've, well, so Joe Necro, they're, they're telling him, what are you doing to the ball? What are you doing to the ball? And Joe Necro is adamantly arguing with them, adamantly arguing with them. And he, 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 he takes and turns his pockets inside out. And, and then, and then he flicks an emery board off like to the Like a file side. or something, yeah. Yeah, like an em- yeah, an emery board was what it was. A file. It's a, It's a, It's like a, a a paper file. Okay. Or you know, it's not a. It's not a metal file, but it's, it's oh. a. It's a women use them all the time. File. But he'd been okay. scuffing the ball, so they. They. So. So he he turns his pockets inside out and and flicks it, but it only goes about a foot, and the umpire that's questioning him from home plate that's standing right in front of him. Doesn't necessarily see it, but the second base umpire who's standing behind him, saw it come his, out his, of his yeah, pocket. saw it come out, and his head immediately turns this way. And Kent Herbeck, because they've converged on the mound, Kent Herbeck tries to step on
2: it. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hey, team player yeah. until the oh, end. Shoot. Teammate until the end. So, so, that's so, so
0: right they there. pick it up. They immediately eject Joe Necro, and then they take and they collect like multiple balls.
2: Gather the evidence! And he gets like a (laughs) a
0: 10 game suspension and then he doesn't make the roster for the 87 World Series. But but that was a big part of the day. But because he did that and it was so publicized he got to be on David Letterman. (laughs) (laughs) And when he came on David Letterman, he came out with a two belt on and a power sander.
2: Just owning it, leaning yeah, into it yeah, all the way. Yeah, he's
3: like, "Why not go all
0: in?" And and, and so so, I, I know Phil Phil Negro was in the Baseball Hall of Fame. His older brother, and uh, Joe probably played about twenty years. You know those those early knuckleballers, They 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 pitched forever, and and yeah. So today's. So
1: are there any knuckle ballers anymore? I
2: think, you know, I think I think there's one I, more, I, right?
1: Well, I think I think the last. I haven't lat- seen anybody in quite
0: a while. No, I think well, the last one was the Wakefield for the Red Sox.
2: I said Wakefield, and then there was that Blue Jay R.A. Dickey, was that his name? Oh, yeah, there's yeah, Dickey, okay, I think yeah. those were the last two. And, uh, and before I'll them, do a I quick search th- if there's still any more Char- here.
0: Charlie Hoff I think, was one. But, yeah, the knuckleballer, you know, because all it was was movement. It was... Uh, they, they'd well, come. It was
1: it Gaylord Perry, and wasn't there another Jim, Perry? Jim
0: Perry? Well, no, but Gaylord and, and Jim both had a little bit of speed to their pitches, too. And And, and no, they threw the garbage pitches for sure. Uh, because Gaylord Perry, he he's he's he wrote a book called The Spitball or something like that, huh. but he was the guy that was always had the Vaseline in his hair and and he, they they could never do what he did. He had at the brim of his cap and and you know it, it was it was All right. doctoring the ball, and and you know
2: the whole. Right. I got a couple names for you. So I said I, last year there was in 2022 there's no knuckle ballers, but in 2023 it looks like we got. T- Two for the Baltimore Baltimore Orioles, we have uh, uh, Mickey Janice. and then for the San Diego Padres, there's uh, a prospect uh, Matt Waldron. So, uh, so yeah, the, I guess he's I think debuting in the MLB. So yeah, those are the only two in the MLB this season. So there you go.
0: Well, and and I think that the uh, the uh, in 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 the, the World Series uh, game six where Kirby Puckett hit the walk-off home run to get it to a game seven. I think uh, Charlie, Charlie Libro. I think, he, he, the guy that came in was, was a knuckleballer, and that's who he hit the ball off of. Um, but, no, there, there, there's not a lot of them. But, boy, the, the Necro brothers, that Joe Necro thing, they talk about that. That's, that's like part of Minnesota lore right now. Of, of, of all the you know you talk about all of the bad events that have happened in minnesota sports
4: the yeah tim- the Timberwolves.
0: yes yes the timberwolves <laughs> in too. their first round exit 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 the vikings in their
1: heartbreak heartbreak heartbreak
2: anderson missed field goal kick
1: yeah, yeah. wide right
2: all the they're talking road. about
1: in minnesota yeah. right now is <laughs> <laughs> marijuana oh <my> God, yeah <laughs> true yeah
0: yeah well you brought it up bill <laughs> <laughs>
1: so 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 what what town was that actually and i was trying to figure it out they they showed there's like a a store, and they said you know it's at Red Lake.
0: Yeah, Red Red Lake Indian what Reservation. It, what
1: is the town that it would be in?
0: Well, I don't know because they
1: said there were people coming from well three it, it, four it, hour drives. It, it, it
0: didn't surprise me that that the two places that had their dispensaries ready to open on day one were White Earth and Red Lake.
1: <laughs> well, Red Lake was ready. The white earth isn't ready yet. <laughs> well, they, they just kind of had it yet. maybe ready. Well, they were the first to two vote. to
0: announce were open.
1: I'll give a shout out to you. I think they said they were open yet. They well, said they were going to be open. Well, at least well, what I well but
0: there was, also, there was also a tobacco shop somewhere that was selling product that didn't meet the guidelines. First, it was too potent, and they, they didn't have the, uh, the license to do it. So I don't know, you know, we got a wide open. It's the wild west right now when it comes to that stuff. <laughs>
2: I'll give a shout out to Keith in the chat as he mentioned another knuckleballer, Charlie LeBrant. So there we go, Charlie
0: LeBrant. He LeBret. might have, been, yeah, he he was the one I think Kirby Puckett. Uh, he served up the home run to Kirby Puckett. Mm. And I, yeah, Charlie LeBrant was the, the Atlanta Braves pitcher.
2: So Monty, you got a bunch of topics in store for today.
0: Well, there's there's lots of stuff going on. I I mean, but I I really did enjoy the whole. Uh, Joe Necro anniversary thing because that was, you know, the fact that he went on the David Letterman show with a <laughs> p- power sander has. and a two-belt oh, on gosh. and just I, owned I it.
2: I'm going to look up to that clip to watch <laughs> afterwards there. That, uh, we should have had great. it. We
0: should. I, 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 you know, earlier on today, I was thinking about putting it up, that, that it was, uh, that was worthy of, of, because it's so obvious when he pulls his pockets out and then oh. he flicks Dave, it. David Letterman. I've never
1: seen that clip. David yeah. Letterman and... And uh, Johnny Carson have to be the best that's oh, absolutely. ever done
2: late night. Oh absolutely. Golden era. Oh, no, no question. Golden era. Well,
0: but, but, but this, what made them so good was they weren't political shows. Yeah, you know, yeah. Johnny
3: Carson never talked about politics on his show. In fact, he even said was, there are two things, absolutely two things I don't want on my show, are politics and fighting, but mostly I don't want politics. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, you had
2: to choose, and, and I'm going to choose the worst. Fighting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, hey, <why> <laughs> just, well, no but but, but, but
3: they
0: were able to make you. You can't, because with politics, you're going to uh, alienate half your audience. Yeah,
3: absolutely. You know? at, at best, you will alienate yeah. pretty much probably the whole or none of all the audience. Yeah. But.
0: <laughs> but 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 so so you're better off just being a comedian and, and oh, doing yeah. what you do and make fun of everybody. Yeah. You know, and, and but of course, in our climate today, you can't do that either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, comedians, are, ooh, ooh, that was that was that was misogynistic. Yes. That was this. Well, Ed
1: McMahon was great too in his role. Oh, I, know. <laughs> I, I well, the I set up. Man, I still watch some
0: <laughs> of those reruns. So every once in a while, depending on who the guests are, because they, you know, they're sitting Rickles there. Rickles was always good. Well, they're sitting there and they're they're smoking cigarettes. Yeah. And they're drinking out of coffee cups, but it's not coffee
4: yeah
1: <laughs> I mean <laughs> what do you think was in there
0: well let me get to this I'm gonna to get to Northwest Tire right now and then we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that um, here we go I didn't have the sheet in the right place I usually got these lined up Northwest Tires for tires work on your vehicle and more visit Northwest Tire on Gateway Drive North Dakota's largest right. tire dealer Family owned for over 40 years, from big to small, Northwest Tire does it all. Find all the big name brands like Toyo, Nikoyan, Bridgestone, Firestone, and more. Call 701-780-8473 to schedule your next appointment. Northwest Tire on Gateway Drive in Grand Forks helping you get the perfect tires for whatever you drive. And that's Chad Hoff over there, right, Mr. Racer? But also, Northwest Tire services all the Red Moon Runner FedEx trucks for their tires too, so I have to park my truck over there on occasion to get tires flipped over.
2: I know when I had some service done there a, a couple months ago, I saw at least a few FedEx guys there, yep.
0: Oh yeah, they're, 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 I think pretty much the whole fleet goes to that that store, so they, they do good work and they they dedicate at least one bay to, <laughs> to, to, to what did he say?
2: I, I believe he had an awesome jingle, radio jingle that's just I love you, Paul. catchy as heck. I, <laughs> I know you, Victor I know loves it
3: i love you paul <laughs> what, 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 what do we got
2: victor knows their jingle by heart
3: i i love their jingle like can, can, is it okay if i do it you, well you're on the camera now oh, so. oh totally sweet okay so Northwest tire keeps you rolling down the road i love that jingle <laughs> Ooh, oh god i love that jingle so yeah, much
0: yeah 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 oh, and, and, and isn't that the same ad with the tire rolling all over yeah. town
3: yeah that's it,
0: it. <laughs> yeah. that's yeah, you, you gotta love that cause did it,
1: we ever get a counterman for them yet
2: Oh yeah. Well I think so because they switched up their yeah, ad read for yeah, us. Yeah. So oh, yeah.
0: Good. Yeah, I think they they must have got somebody over there, but oh, wow. I used to just love watching the tire roll through Hugo's every <laughs> 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 I'm actually really impressed with their
3: logo. Yeah. yeah. Because their logo look how it goes like the tire's logo and then you see the tire going yeah. right across yeah. from the top of it. I've always thought that
2: was a really cool logo. Yeah, it's rolling down the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so so all right, you, you distracted me again. Where were we? We were on... Uh, I
2: think you just wrapped up uh, the baseball there, Some ne- the Necro anniversary talk. Uh, the Joe Necro
0: anniversary thing. Oh, yeah, the David Letterman. We were talking David about Letterman. those shows, yeah. and, 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 and uh, we, we, we were talking about how those guys would smoke cigarettes and, yeah. and drink out of the cups on the shows. But even better than Johnny Carson and David Letterman was those Dean Martin shows. Yes. I love Cause Dean Because that guy Martin. was blitzed. Oh God, he was, he was on <laughs> camera and he was toasted. <laughs> Literally. Hosting the show, I love Dean Martin. His, <laughs> his
2: roasts and all. It was, it was just all shtick. <laughs> he was just hamming it up. Well, that not was, legit. No, yeah. uh, D- well, Dean had, Martin.
3: When he drank, he he drank. He <laughs> he didn't he didn't fool you. He drank. He, he even did it on stage with the Rat Pack, and yeah. he was well, known he had for Bob
1: his, Hope too. Had, yeah, he always had some classic ones.
0: Well, yeah, that whole that whole era though. Those guys weren't shy about boozing yeah. it up and smoking the way they were. And, oh no, and, you know, just raising hell with each other and oh, what yeah. they did. And, but and, and of course that could never pass the muster now, yeah. because everybody's <laughs> got to be correct about everything. You say the wrong word and we're canceled. And you know, I just. Keith,
2: you know. Keith has a funny comment along with along that footnote, saying uh, Carson and Jack Webb in the classic Copper Clapper case. Ah.
0: Copper Clapper.
2: <laughs> I am not familiar, but I think what you guys maybe going by your reaction. I,
0: I remember hearing of it. Yeah, yeah. Copper Clapper. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure that. Yeah, Jack Webb.
1: (laughs) You might have to Google that one. Well, Jack
0: Webb, you know, was the dragnet cop. Yeah. Yeah, So, so, and creator of those, those, but yeah. Well, back at sports. (laughs) And I'm not done with baseball yet because I just wanted to hit a little bit on the fact that the Cincinnati Reds are in first place. Um, The uh, Rangers were buyers in the the trade market. Um, The uh, Astros getting Verlander back from the Mets the Mets were sellers the Mets went like over the top with salaries and then they dumped both Scherzinger and uh, Verlander. Verlander and those two were
2: like making up because well, Verlander had a good long run with the Astros right it was yes, like, like a decade-ish
0: yes. well and, and 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 Scherzinger was a, a what a Detroit Tiger and 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 I mean Washington National and he had a great career too but these guys were struggling in Metland, Met and the Mets as a whole were struggling after all the money they spent and so they were sellers and got rid of both those high priced pitchers that were earning most of the salary for the teams, um, which kind of surprised me because they're not so far out of the picture that
1: well, I know they got some good prospects out of the deal too. There was a kid that was from Minnesota he well, was I'm from Stillwater, and he was their their number one you know he's in double-A and between double-A and triple-A. So.
0: Well, so, so you had that, and then of course the Angels were the big team um, because they kept, they
1: kept. Uh, Oceanti or whatever his name
0: Ohtani is and and, and and then they started adding pieces, and they're like in third place in that division. Um,
2: yeah I didn't because think he's w- in
0: he's in the final year of his contract otani yeah i and, know that I heard, and, yeah, I heard
2: a lot of rumors with him going into the trade well, deadline there well
0: everybody thought there was going to be this blockbuster trade and he was going to go and then the angels just couldn't get anybody to bite because the guy is the well, highest paid guy in
1: baseball but, well, well yeah, you're him gonna him have aaron to pay judge. him a double salary yeah
0: yeah you're gonna have to pay him like aaron judge and 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 the 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 angels couldn't find a a, a trade partner as many, 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 many teams were wanted to be part of it, but they wanted to give them Byron Buxton or guys like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, that would be. Oh, I right. mean,
1: oh, what does that guy deserve? I mean, well, if if somebody's making It'd thirty-five a lot. million or sixty million, because I, I mean, he should get double that.
2: I mean, Shui, Shui well, when he's when he's mm-hmm.
1: pitching a one hitter and hitting two home runs. Yeah. And
0: he's like, game. you know,
2: he's pretty much your modern day Babe Ruth, you know, doing jack of all trades, ball player, pitcher, hitting back then. And well, and the
0: knock <laughs> has always been that eventually the pitching is going to catch up to him mm. and, and affect his ability to play any other position or hit.
2: Well, I guess Babe Ruth did eventually stop pitching regularly full time once he yeah. switched to the Yankees. Well, yeah.
0: and it's it's interesting that, that that's basically our
1: only example.
2: Yeah, that's the only one I could think of. Yeah
1: that's 1927
0: yeah yeah well and 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 i i gotta say i i I would i believe that owatani has kept himself in better shape than the babe because you know historically the babe was like johnny carson and dean martin and those guys (laughs) where where he was he was notorious you know out out drinking and partying on the town and the ladies and Uh, all that stuff and, and he had a pretty good
1: beer belly on him. Yeah, well, yeah, did.
0: and he, yeah, he didn't. You know, that's what always kills me is like, you, you see pictures of, of Lou Gehrig and Babe Ruth together, and and Lou Gehrig looks like this fit, strong guy, and and the Babe looks like he's been sitting down at the bar. <laughs>
2: But uh, I know you mentioned trade deadlines here and other moves. Yeah, I know we talked last week. The Twins did that one trade, that one trade for the pitching there last week. They didn't do any other trades afterwards, though. So that was it. Yeah, yeah. They they stayed put.
0: Well, and there's been a lot of like, like so so so. Um, Matt Ryan.
2: Or Joe, Joe Ryan. Joe, Joe Ryan. Yeah.
0: Joe Ryan just went on the IL.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah that, apparently,
0: a groin issue. And, and they've been sending him out there and he's been having these starts and been getting roughed up and yeah, it's so a couple of days ago so pretty par- bad apparently this has been uh, affecting him for a little while and it's kind of funny because they've been running the guys out to try to get them to to you know get back in, in fact he um, he had oh we got
2: supersonic mm-hmm.
0: supersonic Steve
2: hello there there he is uh, I, I, well, I suppose we should say
0: super Sunny
2: steve
1: where is raven
4: tonight <laughs>
2: oh, she's, she's, uh, yeah.
0: raven, raven said she was going to be gone a couple of weeks uh with the grandfather issue and passing away and dealing with that in life but uh she'll be back i think next week
1: she's probably at we fest well,
0: okay, Bill. That's that's the, <laughs> you, you're such an
1: optimist. <laughs>
2: oh, we're not, hey, well, we wish well, Raven nothing but the best. <laughs>
1: Morgan Wallen. That's tonight. true.
4: So, so I was at a funeral today for a lady, for a lady, good family friend, 96 years old. She was born in. I had to bring this up. Glen Glen Ulan, North Dakota. Glen You Allen. ever heard of it?
1: Glen Allen. Ulan. Yeah. Yeah. My father-in-law was from Glen Allen. Whoa. The
4: Is that Grand right? Glen
1: Allen Rattlers. That's their nickname.
4: You, yeah, I looked it up. It's not, not much there.
1: Yeah, it's right on the interstate between Bismarck and Dickinson. <laughs> Is that a cowboy town? Yeah. Oh yeah, they've got cowboys. Yeah. 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 Ro- some, rodeo town, I think. They they did some racing and stuff from oh yeah. My relatives. Glenn
0: Allen, yeah. Well, that that I know they used to have show up with sports teams every now and again, I know. Uh, um And so your father-in-law was from there? Yeah. Yeah, well,
1: yeah, he was on a Probably knew him. Yeah, I'm sure they did.
3: Yeah, Yeah, it's not a very big town.
1: No, not a big town at all.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Of course, many condolences, Mr. Super Steve.
4: Yeah, Yeah, she was a sweet lady, but she had a nice life. You know, 96. Can you imagine what she's seen in all those years? Holy moly.
0: Well, that's that's uh, yeah. Well, your 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 wife's family has that kind of longevity in them. I mean, yes. sat, yep. My wife's family, your wife's family, they all were in their nineties, mid nineties up there, and and they all had those 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 lives where they lived through the depression and 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 the the the, the uh, great. Well, first they were born during World War One, and, yep. and then and then they lived through the Great Depression and then World War Two. And you know the 50s and 60s you know and so so for them they were still they were still saving like plastic bags and and oh yeah aluminum yeah just thrifty about everything you know oh yeah and and,
4: And great cooks great cooks
0: right but but that and but they're also that their 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 primary adulthood was through the world war ii era so they were all part of the great generation and yep we'll probably never see a generation like that again. I mean, they—they mm. they were the real ones.
3: Oh. Those guys, yeah. those were some yeah. tough ladies. Those are some very tough oh, ladies. Yeah, uh. They really were. Well, when they and were, she was
4: one no one to mess with either. I dated her daughter, and uh, I had to be on the,
3: <laughs> the, sure.
2: you <laughs> faced you to, the wrath. <laughs> yeah, you had to be on the oh, best boy, behavior. <laughs>
4: Um, I was always on my uh, best behavior when I was around it. Hurt. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, Monty's alright if I, I give a kind of a final yeah. touch up on that Joe Ryan story there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, he went on the I.L. What his last game, he had, what, just four innings, gave up a bunch of hits and runs. It was looking kind of ugly here. And I kind of got the notes from here. Uh, yeah, so they put him on the I, the I.L. because of a left groin strain and uh in his place they activated and they did announce they picked him up from the process uh through i can't remember if it was a trade or a free agent signing but uh they they uh, activated uh dallas kuchel or is it kukul or Kuchel? I, I I, i'm
1: not sure how that's
2: but pronounced he was amazing as recent as a few years ago but in recent years he's been yeah. very lots of uh peaks and valleys trying to re- rediscover his because he was a cy young winner in 2015. he's 35 yeah. But uh, he kind of allowed, his ERA was 6.35 over uh, the last couple of years. But I, I remember Baldelli was quoted in an interview saying they have faith in him. They're going to put him through the farm system, work with him. And so now he's going to be taking over for Joe Ryan while he's on the IL here for a little bit. And uh, they put him on a minor league deal in June. And they said he did some work with uh, Driveline Baseball. Have you guys heard of them before? He It's... It, it's kind of like a state-of-the-art facility designed to work with pitchers to, like, help them work on their game. They do a lot of sabermetric stuff, like a lot of that uh, work, just a lot of film study and a lot of just, like, in-depth, like, scientific uh, testing and r- routine stuff. Way more than your average uh, baseball club. So I was
1: watching something the other day, and they were talking about a guy that's had two Tommy John surgeries.
2: Two Tommy John surgeries? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, and still still and stuck then, around to play.
1: And, and they said he... He basically they showed him how he pitches now, and he he doesn't do a real long extension with it. It's just a real sh- short backswing or whatever you want to call it. And it, man, I I don't know how you come back from one Tommy John surgery.
2: Yeah, let alone two, because uh, that's like almost a year-long recovery. So year two and year, half. or yeah. So over two years, close to three years of Tommy John recoveries. Eggs, but uh, but Kushal, It sounds like maybe this drive line stuff is working out for him because. Six starts with the AAA St. Saint Paul Saints for Minnesota. And those six starts, he's got a 1.13 ERA, 21.2% strikeout rate. So, uh, hopefully, I know I know it's just AAA, but maybe, you know, be good to give him a All shot. Right. Give him a second chance. You bet. Well, what he, do you got to lose?
0: Well, he has been dominating in AAA, though, for the St. Saint Paul Saints. Yeah, yeah. And so the fact that, that they brought him up finally, because he was going to walk He was getting tired sitting down there, and he was going to walk. And and the fact that Ryan went down, they brought him up. You know, that might be the spark the Twins need. They—they have.
2: It was a bad week. A bad week. Five of six games lost. (laughs) And they,
0: but but are they holding a two-game lead today?
2: Yeah, they're somehow. Yeah, I got since our last show a week ago, they lost five in a row. Two of them to Supersonic Steve's Mariners here, and then they got swept by Kansas City Royals. And uh, they they split
1: so far with St. Louis.
2: Yeah, they split one. Uh, I know they're playing today, but yeah, yeah. they well, managed to get one against the Cardinals. But yeah, it's it's been ugly. <laughs>
0: well, I couldn't understand uh, because it, I thought they were they had a half game lead on the Guardians, and 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 they they've won one game in the last week and a half.
2: I I know they're playing right now. I'll give you a score update here. And and
0: and apparently the Guardians must have lost a double header or something because now it's a two game lead and the yeah. Twins have only won one game.
2: Yeah, they're lead Twins are leading the Cardinals right now 4 to 0. Uh the uh, and it's oh,
0: speaking of the Cardinals, they they were a seller at the deadline.
2: And they're only like in the mid- middle of the second inning. Oh, they're in, in last inning. place in there. Yeah.
0: Well, that's that's
2: uh, yeah, yeah, the Yankees and the Cardinals. Yeah, both like, in the
0: last place. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: like you said, Monty, two game lead over the Guardians. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy how that works sometimes. L-
0: l- l- yeah, they've, they've, they've lost five out of six or six out of seven, and they, they gained a game and a half on the Guardians.
1: <laughs> so have the Yankees been having those team only meetings then? Boy, if I had a stick, I'd beat you with <laughs> <it> right now.
2: <laughs> they need it. They need it. Also, he, he
1: started out. Yeah, he, he everybody stick- loves when we dish the yankees oh, yeah. don't
3: they so so, so supersonic steve. what do you think victor that's right huh? i mean i mean he pretty much he knew where to hit him where it hurts but yeah.
2: oh yeah real quick i see uh keith in the chat said he posted the clips i'm, I'm thinking he's referencing those letterman clips yeah. there with necro on your guys's facebook pages so
0: well, oh yeah so. supersonic steve we were talking about the uh today is the the anniversary of uh Phil Necro was pitching for the Minnesota Twins on August third in nineteen eighty seven. And uh, he heard this story already. He was
1: listening to us before. <laughs> Shit, no, he sure he was work. he
0: was he was mixing himself with drink, thinking, I I wonder what the hell those guys are talking
1: about. He's gotta
0: keep up with the <laughs> conversation. But you remember when when see, of course you remember Phil and Joe Necro, the knuckleball knuckle, oh, yeah. knuckleball Shuffle brothers ball. and yeah. and 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 the twins had Phil Necro playing for them. and he he um, uh, threw this perfect uh, breaking ball uh, uh, and 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 he was playing against the California Angels at the time and Gene Mock uh, complained to the umpires and umpires came out to the the mound and. Uh, they, they had the ball and it had scuff marks on it and you know, Phil Necro or I mean Joe Necro argued with them and you remember he pulled out his he he he, he pulled his pants uh pockets inside out and he threw the emery board.
4: Yeah, I remember <laughs> uh, that. Yeah, I do remember that. We yeah. had one here. What was uh what was the kid? He Gaylord Perry uh finished up his I think he got his three hundredth win here. In and Seattle. he was a kick to watch. So, yeah. Well yeah, yeah because it was fun.
0: the master of the spitball. And
1: and wasn't there a a Fregosi that played for, was he the manager or was he a player that played for California? Uh, No, Jim Fregosi, I I think he was a manager. He
4: was a manager and a player. He was a player too. I think he was
0: a catcher. He he could have been when
1: that was going
0: on too. No, I think he was a catcher. Oh, was he? I think he was a catcher. But, you know, the catchers can scuff the balls too, not just the batter, I mean the, the pitcher. Because you are the one throwing it back, true. and and it almost might be easier for a catcher to do that than a, than a pitcher, because a pitcher standing out there with the light the light the light on him, and
4: oh, yeah,
2: if, oh, but God if and not
1: trying to cheat, you're not really trying. You're not gonna win, right? Well,
2: Isn't that how they say? You know, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep an eye out for this going on tomorrow. I'm gonna be, I'm actually I'm, I'm going to the I'm gonna keep an eye out for all the little those little things you mentioned there for see any any shenanigans that are missing. I'm going to my annual trek to a Red Hawks game tomorrow. So well,
0: you, you, the thing is, is that now so you see every pitcher has to come off the mound, walk over to first base, and have his hands checked out. Yeah, and, yeah, and, uh, and, and more then, And then <laughs> we're and then we're dealing with uh, the 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 uh, rosin. So, oh, right. so they're using the rosin,
2: but they're actually allowed a little bit.
0: Yeah, but if they have too much, remember the sticky mm-hmm. substance. So remember the Twins had the big, the big. Oh yeah, with the,
2: well, yeah. yeah, well yeah,
0: well the Yankees. So with with my Domingo Herman for the Yankees uh, was pitching against the Twins, and the umpires uh, told him he had to wash his hands, and then he came back out to next pitch the next inning. And they sent him back to wash his hands because there was still some sticky substance. And then, and of course, Rocco Baldelli went nuts, and got oh, he, yeah. got himself e- it, got it, himself ejected it, over it. It
2: takes a lot sure. to get Baldelli fired up, but that did the trick. is like, because his...
0: they were like, no, you don't get. If you already warned him, why 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 does he get to you know you do it again? And then, of course, Domingo Herman comes back a week and a half later and throws a perfect game. Okay.
2: And, yeah, that was that was so much fun to talk about because that's. Like the rarest one of the rarest things to do in baseball. It was great to actually cover that on the show.
0: Well and then and now now yesterday, Domingo Herman uh is is on the IL because he's in alcohol uh, abuse oh treatment.
2: I did not Ouch. shoot rehab. <laughs>
4: yeah apparently he, maybe it wasn't the sticky stuff that he was uh, touching maybe he had a bottle in his back pocket
0: so. well that's what it's starting to sound like that he was like uh drinking while he was playing or 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 before he was playing and and uh, you know so who knows but but he also the guy he's 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 a phenomenal talent but he's got like apparently his own little demons he has to deal yeah, with and 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 then he had Back two seasons ago, he was having this monster rookie season, and then he got this domestic
1: violence charge. Dang man, I'm well, sure Paul it, Molitor should still be the manager at Minnesota. I think
2: I know he's their running coach right now. They brought—I was surprised yeah, Baldelli brought. Him back. Yeah, they brought him back to work in the team still, which was surprising because you know Baldelli was the one who replaced him. So, and that's very—I wouldn't say unprecedented, but very rare in MLB.
0: <laughs> well, those baseball guys, though, you know. They tend to just want to be around the game, and that's where, like, of course, Aaron Boone and my Yankees, Aaron Boone is, like, taking a beating in the media, and, and they've been calling for his head since last year, and, and then some, and, you know, I like I said, I think last week's show, or the week before, that his grandpa was a baseball player, you know, his, oh, his, his dad, his brother, and his brother played for Seattle, and... And and we we were
4: like they're good ball players too,
0: the hard nosed type though, you know the yeah. the the gritty dudes and and you know I can't even begin to think I know more about baseball than them, but boy as a casual fan you sit back and no he's got to go he's got to go.
2: Well, my, I know sometimes that happens. I, yeah. I know we got a bunch of other topics to hit up, but uh, I think we got our next ad we're ready for here. It's a uh, video one here. Okay, well we better
0: put that up. Let's have Victor do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Victor's already been singing
2: tonight. Oh. <laughs>
4: Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall.
0: We're back at it. I see we got Victor over there on the screen. <laughs>
3: yeah, so I'm right
0: You're gonna sing some more for us? know. <laughs> Northwest Tires. <laughs> that was, that that was <laughs> going down the road. <laughs> that was pretty good. So we're gonna get Bill doing that next. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, so, so the baseball season is picking up. Um, like I say, the Yankees are in last place, but they're still within striking distance. Um, what's really blows me away is that the. Um, Twins are clinging, like we said to first place, but yet the team on their butt was a seller in the trade deadline. Well, and, 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 and I'm
2: like, whoa. I think this is unique circumstances with the AL Central because it, you know that's so bad. Yeah, it is so bad, and it seems like all these teams can just hop on a good winning streak or, or, or a horrible losing streak on a flip. It seemed like last week we were celebrating, all right, you know, I'm feeling good about the twins now. I think they're actually turning it around, five wins in a row. And then a week later, they lose five out of six. And so it's, it's just, and I'm thinking each time, like, well, they got to be in second place now. It's like, nope, all the other teams are just as bad. Oh,
1: just
0: losing. <laughs> I
1: think we got to get into football. Yeah. All
2: this, right, okay, yes. There's yeah. There's so
4: <laughs>
1: much stuff in college going on right now and so much in the Yo, NFL. Good call. You sure you want to talk about football, Bill? <laughs> well, I'm definitely ready for it. Mean, you
0: don't want to talk about the Yankees, soar? <laughs> he brought
2: he brought his Raiders hat.
0: It was ready. <laughs> no, to- Talk about football,
1: Bill. You <laughs> go ahead, Where do you want to go? I love you, Bill. Well, I don't know. We should, I guess UND has started. So, so yes, yeah. they're the they're the team everybody well, I think says definitely improved over the last couple of years. So, well, oh, what was
2: the first day of practice? I think it was Wednesday. Okay, so how's, how's, how does like a UND opening practice come in? Is it like, I have no idea how, like, so I'm kind of curious. I know baseball, you always hear, you know, pitchers and catchers report. Do they have certain positions report first for like football practice, or is no, it just like they, everyone, day one?
1: they usually do some type of um, skills test and stuff to start the season out, and they wouldn't be wearing pads or anything. Probably for like three days, they'll just go around with, with their helmets on and gym trunks and stuff. So I think that's where UND is, is right now. But if you look in the, they've got all these predictions and stuff in the conference and you know, FC, whatever FCS. Yeah, what what that is, but they have the national polls and stuff too. So UND is ranked third behind South Dakota State would be first in the conference and NDSU would be second. So They've got some preseason, you know, all-conference teams and stuff, too, and UND actually has more players on some of those lists than NDSU has, and it used to be before, like, you know, every other player on the team was from NDSU. So I, I, I think it looks real good for UND this year
2: cuz what last year they made it into like the the postseason right got to like yeah. the first round of the playoffs or so
1: yeah they lost to Weber State
2: so i things if they're looking to improve maybe second third round for the cuz it's still like 60 round of 16 for they do for FCS oh, they, right
1: they start with 24 or they, actually oh they increased it right yeah yeah and they they seed eight so eight teams actually get a bye so then the other 16 would would play each other and then they'd move in and play one of the Seeded teams from there. Well, isn't isn't
0: isn't that Eastern Washington team one of the teams that's usually in the mix too?
1: Well, yeah, they're usually they're usually in the mix, but they haven't been really good the last couple of years. Well, who who where did where did your Cooper Cup guy play? He played at Eastern
4: Washington. Yeah, that's he played at Eastern. So yeah, he's hurt right now.
1: And yeah. that's uh, that's who the Bison are going to open with as Eastern Washington. Yeah. And they're they're playing at U.S. Bank, oh, in, oh, in Midi- oh yeah, yeah. I saw the, the that K-Fan. Yeah, I thought it was Target Field, but it's not Target Field. It's no, it's. KFan is running a a, a
0: a contest that you could win tickets to that game. Oh really? Yeah. Well, they're they're Is thinking. that
4: Minnesota? Yeah, is that Minneapolis.
0: Yeah, that's Minneapolis. That that's 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 the the radio station that broadcast our podcast here co- week before last. Oh, all right. And, and I, that was one of the things I saw they had going on was uh, you could win Bison uh, Eastern Washington tickets. And I was like, what the hell? Well, I think they
1: said they had 34,000 when they played at uh, Target Field, the, the baseball field, you know, a couple of years ago, and that was against Drake, which, you know, that's not even a scholarship league. Well, you know,
0: Minneapolis will invite the Bison down there to play, but just not against the Gophers
2: ever again. So I need to make it out to a UND football game this season. I felt horrible I didn't make it to one last year because I made it to plenty of uh, volleyball, basketball, hockey games. I always meant to make it to a football game. But uh, who, who would you recommend would be like one or two UND players to keep an eye out for this season?
1: Well, obviously the quarterback is one of the guys. He's, I mean, you he... can go through this Missouri Valley list and you'll see. I know there's an offensive lineman that's a first teamer.
2: I know Bubba Schweigert. He was in the studio actually doing an interview on one of the other uh, shows that record out of here, kind of previewing the season. So it was kind of cool, getting, just kind of get hearing. He, he didn't really get into super player specifics, but just kind of like the schedule and all that.
0: Well, Tommy Schuster, the quarterback, has, has been a, a, a pretty first-rate quarterback. And then for that wide receiver, a co- couple too. of seasons,
1: the, the guy from New Rockford, Belquist. Belquist. okay yeah. these yeah. names are He'll ringing well, well his,
0: his, his so you, I don't know if you know but uh, Supersonic Steve, his dad so Belquist's father played for the bison and his older brother played for the bison and apparently they must have thought he was too small and let let UND get him the, the, that kid that's here. but he's he's, he's speedy
2: uh Oh, cops Steve, out there! I, I think I, I think you got some background noise there. Yeah, oh, it's, sh- I think it's good now. Yeah, they they came and they arrested my wife. Oh We're no! All good.
1: <laughs> yep, they <yep. laughs> took the dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So,
0: You're gonna have to go bail her out or let her sit. Oh
4: <laughs> man! I, I always got to leave a little bit of cash in the safe in case something like that happens.
0: Yeah.
1: No, well, the Sioux do play the bison in, in Grand Forks this year, so that could definitely help there, too, to have the home field yeah. advantage.
0: Well, they're they're right on their heels. They're right on their heels, and, and of course, the bison aren't the powerhouse they were. They're still you know uh, picked, uh, what, number two, because South Dakota's the national champions right now, South Dakota State. Uh, but UND has gradually caught up to them i think the last couple of games they've had with them have been competitive and t- have turned on a couple of uh ill-advised plays or turnovers
1: um well i think i think bubba is head and shoulders a better coach than that and sky down there <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a bold statement fired. That's, like yeah. d- that's like dang bill tell us how you really feel yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. which but- one's longer tenured
1: Uh, Bubba Bubba?
0: is. Well, and 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 Bubba's a, he's 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 been working hard. He's He's a player's coach. Yeah, and 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 apparently they like playing for him. Um, That guy down down at the ag school there, I don't know. He doesn't. He looks like he should be like uh, managing a McDonald's or something.
1: Boy, that's, oh, that really should get us some legs. Like, uh, oh God. Yes. Bang, bang! Yeah. Oh, God. oh man. I I thought he's more like <laughs> Jethro Bodine from The Clampett <laughs> They're coming out now,
4: man.
0: Yeah, that's a good. That's a good equation. Yeah. I like that analogy. I, I oh. can see that. There's, he's he's. <laughs>
2: So when is the first UND football game on of I'm sure I could look it up here, but it's probably, what, a month-ish or what, uh, mid to late say, August
1: usually? No, yeah, the end of August or the first week in September. It's usually the potato bowl if they're opening at home.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, well, think,
2: I, got, so I think I, I got it. I know
1: they're playing northern Arizona. Well, oh. in fact, the schedule's right on
2: the wall yeah. over there. Oh, no, I got it I got it pulled up here, too. Sep- September 2nd uh, against Drake. So, yeah, that's uh, week one.
0: Well, and, and, and it is football topic. So apparently the Big Ten has decided to drag a few more of those schools from out Weston. Oh, well. Man. Does that Man. include or- your, your schools up there, Steve?
1: No, well, Washington, Washington and Oregon. Washington and Oregon. Yeah, Washington yeah. and Oregon will be
4: gone. But my coos, it's, it's the problem is both WSU and uh, Oregon State. We're small, you know, compared to Oregon, you know. Yeah. So I don't know if everybody USC's gone, UCLA's gone, Colorado's gone. Now, now we're talking Oregon and Washington. Well, that doesn't leave much left.
0: Well, you know, and and, and the Big Ten wants to be a twenty-team league. I mean, yeah, Big
2: Twenty. There you go. <laughs>
0: well, I just don't get. So, so you add all those schools, uh, if if it they can't play
4: each other
0: well then yeah they can't play they can't, play, they can't play each other because there ain't that many games plus mm-hmm. the travel has just increased phenomenally and we, oh my
4: god yeah we, we
0: just dealt with this when when University of North Dakota was playing in the big sky and having to go out to Idaho and you know the closest, California, games, yeah. c- closest games were Montana and it's still you know the Montana's like driving across Texas
1: yeah oh
4: shit, yeah yeah i
0: mean you know so it's it's, it's a long drive and that's why we went we got back to the the dakotas so south dakota north dakota schools playing in the same conference because they're natural rivals and when you take away those natural rivalries you're going to have those teams from out west coming out to play ohio and they're going to have 10 fans and they're going to be parents
1: <laughs> well and then you got to figure out what the buyouts are from that's- some of these conferences these teams are in they're not just letting these guys leave the the pac 12. it's going to cost them upwards big money 60 million dollars just making big moves uh, i mean that's as much as they're going to get on their football contract with the with uh, say they're with nbc or who, who whatever network they're with.
0: Oh no, I, I mean I'm I'm they're they're completely ruining the landscape.
1: Well that and Nil is the other oh, one. Yeah. Charles Barkley came out with what he thinks about Nil. <laughs>
2: when was that? I'll have to look that up, yeah. It was just Was he for it or against it?
1: He's definitely against it.
2: Yeah. I yeah. am too, to he, be
4: honest.
1: I am he, he he basically thinks there's gonna be twenty teams that are gonna end up being you know yeah decent because they're all going to have the money to to give people for nil and everybody else isn't going to be able to afford it. Well, Victor what 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 colleges that were when you were growing up what 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 schools
3: were your
0: your schools?
3: I mean I mean I lived in Ohio for a while but uh Ohio, Ohio State Yeah, Ohio State was was definitely our college and then of course when I moved up here well then of course UND but then I, I still, to this day, will always be, because my grandmother loves, absolutely will die for her team, which is Ohio State.
1: Oh, the Buckeyes. Oh, yeah, sure. and
3: she'll she'll die, cool. and she loves sweatball, so well, she'll die and live for that.
0: Well, so. we, we you know, Bill and I are old enough to remember the uh, Woody Hayes. Oh, boy, yeah. yeah. Woody, Woody <laughs> Hayes. Him. And that's who your grandmother was, probably cheering that guy yeah. on. And, 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 I mean, that was that – was, um, Oh uh, Archie Oh Bo G- well, Bo, uh, both at, at Michigan but 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 the the Ohio State guys were were Archie Griffin
1: he was probably there at that time. Well, I
0: think he won back-to-back Heisman trophies. Yes, he did. And and then wasn't Bam Cunningham. So Randall Cunningham's older Bam brother. Cunningham
1: was USC. Huh? Yeah.
0: Okay, so who was the other running back? Because the other running back with Archie Griffin ended up in the NFL, too.
1: Um, I think you're talking about Franco Harris and Lydell Mitchell.
0: Well, they're at Pittsburgh.
1: They were at Penn State.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, Penn yeah. State, yeah. But
1: I'm, I'm not sure who was the running mate with. Um, what's his Archie name? Griffin. Archie, with, Archie Griffin. Yeah, I'm not sure.
0: Huh. Well, well but, but he's the only back-to-back Heisman Trophy winner that exists, right, Archie Griffin? Ohio State, yeah. No, I.
4: Then uh, USC had. Didn't he have, like uh, OJ or one of those Clarence Davis. One. Of, they didn't want it twice. I thought they might have won it twice. No, but maybe not.
0: No, they just they just they just had they just had like four guys in about a, a eight
1: year period win Heisman Trophy there. Well, yeah. Well, interesting thing happened to to us at a, at a football game, but we were playing Minnesota. So the week before they they played they played us they played ohio state with archie griffin on the team so we got scouting tapes of ohio state minnesota to prepare for the game so yeah it was amazing to see what that guy could do on film and be able to you know move it front and back
2: and prep for him in advance first-hand experience yeah so oh gosh
0: well he he kind of was uh a barry sanders kind of character uh maybe more of a f- straightforward power back but a smaller guy yeah with, with really great speed you know I, I i don't know i i'll you know of course then all we ever remember about woody hayes is tripping the player running down the sideline and oh, throwing we, punches and well stuff. everybody oh, said yeah. everybody
1: said after we played there that next week that i was better than him that's I was surprised I didn't get up for the Heisman trophy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, we're, 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 we, need, we need a we need a recount on Bill's Whoa, votes here. So, Bill's so, like, where's my so, trophy? My, my mom would
1: have voted for me. <laughs> Heck
2: yeah. Let's let's redo this. Revote, revote. Oh, shoot. oh god. you honorable mention. Honorable yeah. mention.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I should have got a trip to New York out of this. There
2: yeah. you go. Heck yeah. <laughs> Uh, Should should we segue into the Hall of Fame football game? That's the NFL preseason kickoff is today. Yeah, so so, yeah, I got info. The the game's underway right now. I'll give you a quick little score update. It is, do a quick little refresh here. So uh, just over halfway into the first quarter and it's still tied between the New York Jets and Cleveland Browns 0-0. So love all, that's your preseason kickoff. And I always think that's always kind of interesting. They always give the preseason uh, for return for NFL action the Hall of Fame game is the only preseason game that week, and then it's still another week before you have the next round of uh, preseason game. So I've been to can- I've been to the Canton. I've been to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Awesome facility. I think that's always great. How you know there's only limited seating they can do there, but it's such a real cool look and feel just to the atmosphere and the pageantry to have just uh, you know honor the past. Uh, have anyone Have any of you been to a, a Pro Football Hall of Fame?
4: No, i have not
2: nope. yeah it was many years since i been. i know they're always constantly adding and taking away new wings to keep it fresh over there too but uh, uh but yeah i know i did look up the uh and it's yeah it's on streaming on peacock or on NBC on tv but uh next next week for the preseason or i guess this it's kind of going to be uh i got thursday august 10th so this will this is very apropos we got uh, Minnesota Vikings against Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> so, oh. Supersonic Steve. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll be going <laughs> there we against... Go. There we go. So that's,
1: that's next Thursday night. Yep. And we got the Raiders and the 49ers. And then <laughs> the, the
2: first preseason game for that. And also apropos, Raiders and 49ers, August 13th at 3 p.m. So, <laughs> yeah, starting off preseason with all our teams clashing there. I'm, I am...
1: I am a worthless God. On a worthless game.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I know, preseason... Steve, what's up? What's is, uh, is everyone over there in your neck of the woods ready for? Even with it being preseason and all, I mean, we're, we are now in the three-week preseason football era for the NFL. Is that? Well, we,
4: yeah, you know, they got started. Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, Pete is always out throwing the football around. You know, he's always like the energy bunny. But uh, uh, they've made some nice adjustments, and like think last year that quarterback he had a great year, and hopefully this year he'll. You know, add on to it, but uh, I think the I think a lot of people are saying, you know, they're going to win three or four games. I don't, I don't think that's the case. I think they're going to be much better than
2: that. What's what's the quarterback again for the Seahawks? I'm sorry, Gino. Gino. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Well, oh, he's he's on the upswing. He was he was like comeback player of the year last yeah, year, right? Yeah, so, they wrote yeah. they
0: wrote him off, and his whole career was rejuvenated out there in Seattle.
1: Keith, let and you he- know it was. Pete Johnson was the guy. That That's the guy. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, a full big
0: fullback. Yeah. Full well, back. I knew.
1: I I knew because because both those guys
0: ended up playing for Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. Archie Griffin, yes, and Pete Johnson, did, yeah. and, and and they both had pretty decent NFL careers. Not not the career Archie Griffin had in college, but uh,
1: but Lydell Mitchell and and uh, well Franco Harris. That, 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 that was they a duel. Yeah,
0: too. you can't compare those two guys. Were way out there in front but i i for some reason thought it was bam cunningham and where did you say he was at in california SC. yeah sc
1: yeah.
4: Was, yeah
0: oh yeah he was he was one of those guys
4: yeah he was yeah. he was the one that jumped over the line and scored like five touchdowns in one like a rose bowl game or well, something like
1: that Sam and that's the bam cunningham and that's
0: what he did in the nfl too was like he just plowed his way over the goal line he wasn't like getting the ball down there um i, I don't know now you you bring him up and see that that I, i'm i'm kind of Faintly recall, I can't remember. Was he a was he a patriot, or was he a St. Louis Cardinal?
2: I thought he was New Orleans. I can look it up here. How how do you spell his name again? Or Sam Cunningham. Sam Cunningham. All right. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but but I I mean that guy was he he was just that big body guy that just powered his way in and.
1: But he always had like a tailback because it was kind of tailback universally back then because they had obviously oh uh, Jay simpson
0: well and clarence uh, davis and, and marcus and there allen and there was a white patriots, in the patriots. Mm-hmm. so so I, in, when he was a, with the patriots oh, gosh jim plunkett was the quarterback and randy vataha was but one of the he was receivers
1: a, he wasn't a running back he
0: was more of a fullback
2: though, that's right. what it classifies him here as a fullback yeah
0: yeah 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 he wasn't he wasn't your yeah <laughs> he, he,
2: Bill more of a blocker.
0: As far, as far as I'm concerned, Bill, fullbacks are running backs.
2: <laughs> no, there's Washington a big is. difference. Unless you're like a rare exception, exception like a Michael Allstock, I mean, but there's a, there's right. a big difference right. for, for roles for what they play.
0: Well, yeah. no, I know. Well, I know, but that's well, well, we had Chuck Foreman on and he was a fullback.
2: Yeah. I mean,
0: you know, but 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 he was the primary runner on the team. You know, so,
1: uh, well, it, it depends upon what formation you go out of. You know, if you go out of an eye, then you really use a, a fullback. But if you go out of split I, backs,
2: I can attest for that. For playing a oh, lot of sure. Madden, one I guy, made good use of the fullback.
1: One guy's blocking, and the other guy's running. Right? Yeah. Well, no, I get that, but because <laughs> normally the the running backs didn't want to do a whole lot of blocking kind of like adrian peterson kind of like or,
2: the, yeah or i i guess i'll lay a little bit of. maybe i'll have to get the experts you guys playing uh for on field experience for my video game experience for using fullback so i'm thinking madden you know i formation like you mentioned that uh, you know fullback block run by, and, Take advantage of that fullback for all is worth. Like Emmett Smith giving props to the fullback in his Hall of Fame speech. Thank you for sacrificing your bodies for me. That's what I think of for fullbacks. And then also, and, you know, for more, I guess it's more for the college level of play, you know, the option, that's your first option is a fullback, uh, right? Is, am I on the right track there? Well,
1: uh, normally it's...
2: Or a quarterback you know, keeper, and then...
1: When you get down by the goal line, yeah. then it's always going to be the running back.
2: Right, well, yeah, running because, back.
1: I would always get to run the ball up and down the field. And then when we got within the red zone, then, <laughs> then the ball always went to the running back.
2: Oh, yep. Then the halfback does his thing. <laughs> oh, man. So, in your I ba- love I love fullbacks. So, so who, who
0: was the guy getting all the glory then after you got the ball down there? We had Dale Kosowski. Oh, uh, Dale Kosowski. Yeah. Well, the Kosowski brothers were all football players, too.
1: Yes. Didn't
0: Dale go off to Dallas for a minute or two? And
1: yeah. he d- he did try out for them.
0: And then uh, Buck was a
1: oh, bear,
0: maybe? I uh, think Chicago did, Bears. Didn't he
1: go to, he went to NDSU though, I think, didn't he, Buck?
0: No, no, uh, Mike Oh, my. Mike Kosowski was a tailback for the Bison when, I, when okay. I was in college. Okay. And here's what I know about Mike Kosowski. I went to a football party as a freshman in college, and he came walking in with a woman on each arm, and <laughs> he was the king of the party, <laughs> <laughs> starting running back for the tailback for the team, and nothing but a big smile on his face. But but yeah, he was he was from out here, Fisher, Fisher, Minnesota. Or
1: no, they were from Buffalo.
0: Oh, Buffalo. The family. Uh, well, I think he lives over here now. But but those those guys um, used well, to. Well,
1: one play. of them was at Grand Forks Central.
0: Uh, Buck. 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 Buck was uh, the the principal there for years. Right um nasty customers on the amateur basketball court though
1: oh yeah you took
0: a beating or two from them uh, i already hit the floor a time or two dale was
1: <laughs> dale was a real good basketball player the last player.
0: the last technical fall i got playing basketball of any level anywhere anytime was about the third time buck Kosowski knocked me to the floor <laughs> and you
2: got the technical called on
0: I, I slammed the ball all the way to the rafters. Oh,
2: oh shoot. But they gave him the technical, yeah, also, right?
0: Oh, they gave me the technical. Oh, boo. Let, let, let,
2: let Monty Shit. throw the basketball up to the rafters. Yeah, <laughs> no,
0: no. I just sit out the next week.
2: And, oh, shoot, man. For a
4: technical? Yeah. No, no way. love. No love. That's uh, tough. Yeah, yeah that's tough. But then I caught, I
0: caught the referee and I told him, I said, if all 10 players on the floor dived on the ball, You'd call the fall on me. <laughs> <laughs> every single time.
2: What did the ref say to that? He didn't You're agree. Right. <laughs> no, he <laughs> didn't that's agree. So but
0: right. then I got practically every call the rest of my amateur career from that referee. Oh, he added out even, for you. Even he would ref with his son, and his son would come up and overturn the call where he was giving me the ball.
4: Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <Shit. laughs> I have a good friend who coached at Centralia High School here in Washington State. 56 years head coach. Never once got a technical. It's pretty impressive.
0: He never met met a Kosowski.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He probably would have got
1: one. Or or Bill Deutsch (laughs) on the basketball court. There you go.
4: Yeah. That's pretty impressive, though. 56 years.
1: I just always made sure that these guys had health insurance. There you <laughs> <Yeah>. go. <laughs> <laughs> when they play at the Y, I said, You have health insurance, right? You know? Stay up to date on your premiums. I signed uh, sign
4: an agreement before you played with Bill.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. I, w- I would get my money's worth in fouls. Well, I'm sure. There's no doubt about it. You know,
0: you might, you might get elbowed when we go out to eat together. <laughs> you gotta be watching. <laughs> yeah. I wanted some of that roadkill that Sandy had
1: last night.
0: Well, oh, yeah, uh, we, were, we were out at the Texas Roadhouse last night. Uh, we had to let Bill have
1: the, the big
0: space to sit
1: in. <laughs> well, Monty Good had, Monty had all steak. this catfish or whatever he had. Oh. Uh, well. All right,
0: River Cinema ad. River Cinema 15 in the Shire Bar and Grill. Make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and grill your next dinner and a movie destination. In the River Mall in East Grand Forks, either dine inside the movie memorabilia packed restaurant, the Shire, or take your meal to the movie you're attending. Actually, really pretty good food over there and ice, ice, ice cold beers. I still haven't been there yet. Oh, well. Some of this week's feature attractions are Barbie, Oppenheimer, Haunted Mansion, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Um, I think I'll be passing on the Barbie movie. What about you, Steve?
4: Oh no, I I gotta be there front row. Man, I gotta be front row on that one. Okay, Ken.
0: <laughs> okay, Ken. <laughs> <laughs>
4: So yeah, I, you can see me. Tell me out on that
0: one. Yeah. <laughs> Find the complete showtimes and listings online at rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long and 5:50 dollars senior matinee special on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Actually, um, that place has just put the AMC movie theaters in Grand Forks out of business.
4: Yep. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're, and they're the big corporate, you know.
4: Yeah, big movie, the big
0: movie chain, yeah. and and the family-owned and operated uh, outfit over in East Grand Forks. Yeah. Basically, took everything away from them. Yep. They did. Yep. And and I don't know what they're going to do with that building out there. Probably put a church in it.
3: <laughs> it wouldn't be the first. <laughs> it wouldn't be. The I first. don't know. It wouldn't be the first. <laughs> But, wow. but but no, it's 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 that's
0: one of the things. As my buddies were saying, what you mean you don't have a movie theater in Grand Forks? I said, well, we do. It's just on the other side of the river, <laughs> and it's much, it's more, it's much more lavish, and yeah. and they serve alcohol over there. And, the and one meals. at Warren's better. Oh, well, the well, Bill, you know. Bill, (laughs) Supersonic Steve, there's still a drive in movie theater within 30 miles of Grand Forks. I went to it last
2: weekend. (laughs) Yes, great times. There's still a few of them out here, too. Actually, there
0: are. Well, Skyview Theater, I think it's called. I'm not sure. But in Warren, Minnesota. And apparently, that's where Bill takes his groupies.
4: Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bill's got <laughs> oh Yeah, Bill's
0: got
3: a kid. Bill's got the hook up there. Oh, he's got, he's got, he's got all kinds of girlfriends. You know, <laughs> uh, like, big boy. Hey, it pays to be a football They're, player. Well, so Bill Victor, knows that. Yeah.
1: Victor, Victor was telling a few stories before we went on the air today. He, <laughs> oh, sounds like. He's got a couple. Uh,
4: so, yeah, so, so next thing we know, club?
0: Victor's hanging out at the, at, at the <laughs> Skyview Skyview Drive-in uh. too, huh? <laughs>
3: Hey, he, I he's I a loft guy. Hey, I ain't pulling as, as much as, as Bill. You know, hey, it he pays <laughs> to be a football player, man. So he, he's got yeah. the hookups. oh he's you can't
0: you can't go in a bar in Grand Forks without a crowd coming around Bill. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> but hey, well, Monty, we're down to about our last ten minutes here. What all other topics do you have in store for us? Well,
0: I do want to bring up uh, WNBA uh, uh, Tarazi for the
2: uh, oh, camera uh,
0: for the. Uh, Phoenix Mercury uh, scored her 10,000th point. I think she's the all-time leading scorer in the WNBA. Heck yeah. Um, and she puts the ball up, she shoots it an awful lot. Uh, uh, Diana Taurasi is her name. Um, and that's one thing.
2: Um, I, I did keep up with the links on their latest there. Uh, they, they lost to the Connecticut Sun on, on Tuesday but they, they're turning it around, they're, not, no, they're about, uh, about almost batting 500. they they're 13 and 14 for win-loss record and ranked third in the Western Conference, but uh, it was a pretty good game still, and uh, they are nowhere near their, as bad as they started off this season, so that's, that's good.
0: Yeah, well yeah, they started off like 0-5,
2: 0-6, 0-7. It was a real bad start.
0: It's like, what do we say, how do they learn to count in Detroit, Bill?
2: 0 and <laughs> 01, 01, 2, 01, 3. They got to 0 and 6. And I didn't. <laughs> and the links did. He, and Monty, I, I didn't have a chance to bring it up last week, but I think I, I kind of brought it up before the show. Maybe we should address it on the show since we're on WMBA that uh, the online influencer who. Created a ruckus uh, pretending to fall asleep at WNBA oh, games. Yes, wow. he did.
1: And he had his pajamas on, it says here, too. Yeah, yeah. We got I bil- did. Bil- bil- uh, the details. I, I did see that. Go ahead. Yeah. What do you
2: or, got? Oh, yeah, I got two. Um, so, online. So, so, in- so, so this is, this is a,
0: a blogger of some kind. Or a YouTuber, online influencer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
2: so Jaden Adams, he showed up to an Atlanta dream game in full pajamas, pretending to be asleep while courtside. And, uh, yeah, literally courtside pretending to be asleep, uh, and he uploaded it to his YouTube account. He was given a warning by security, at uh, which point he, he proclaimed he had a medical condition. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they weren't buying it, and they removed him from the arena, and they proceeded to ban him from not only all WNBA games, but all NBA games as well. So... Hey, <laughs> he,
0: didn't he? He, laid, wow. he laid across, like, three chairs. Yeah, it
2: was. Oh, wow. so funny. Hey, hey. I
0: didn't
1: see that one. I well,
0: did. you do. If, if you'd have been him, if it was you, Bill, <laughs>
2: man, I'm still determined. I want to try and catch a Lynx game sometimes this season. I, I, yeah, just you, you, you motivated Monty, me, money to give the WNBA a chance to actually try and go to an in-person game.
0: No, the the the, the, the ball in the WNBA has been uh, pretty pretty decent to watch. Almost in t- in, so, in some respects, uh, not the high-flying, uh, fast-paced game, but. Uh, a much more team game than what we see in the NBA with all of the designated superstars that touch the ball coming up the floor I and mean, they're not I mean, in as high yeah, scoring I mean. either no but but it's, it's it's more like real basketball right yeah. it's not they're not jacking up 40 foot threes six trips in a row I mean yeah yeah that, that and, and that's that's kind of the turnoff for me in the NBA is that I long for the day when we get another, Wilt Chamberlain oh, or a Shaquille yeah. O'Neal or somebody like that. And and bringing up Wilt Chamberlain, uh, Dale, you did happen to check out that documentary. Yeah, yeah Goliath on su- su- Paramount. Su- yeah, Supersonic. Have, did you have a chance to see anything? Yeah, we, did. It? we did.
4: We did. We did.
0: And, and we've, we, what, what a great documentary because it shows a different side of him because he was always the villain.
4: Yeah. He yeah, well, with the Bill Russell stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But, but his uh, generosity and his access oh, to yeah. people? Yeah. I mean, there may it, never be another guy like that. No. No,
2: oh, I agree. No, yeah, fantastic documentary. And, you know, it was, like I said last week, it was, it was so many sides interviewing all his family members and colleagues. What at, was that
1: Chamberlain? Or? Yeah, yeah. Old Will
2: Chamberlain. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's oh. on Paramount Plus Plus, Paramount Plus and Showtime called Goliath. Uh, Steve, Goliath. You, said, you said you saw most of it then, Steve?
4: I did. It yeah. was great. I mean, I... It was a whole different side that I'd never seen before of him. You know, cause you're right. I mean, he was the villain all the time with Bill Russell and, you know, cause he was so big and so dominant. You know, we went through the stats The average 50 points for a, for a yeah. season. Yeah. I mean, shit, you know, I mean, that's, if a guy hits 50 points, that's a big deal in one game.
0: Well, and it was, and it was many, many years where, where he had more 50-point games by himself than the entire league combined. Yeah, and and you know the the, the 27 rebounds a game, or and I always uh. I always point to the 72 Lakers in the 33-game win streak, that nobody's even had a sniff of since, but they're better players today, really. Well, when you win 33 games in a, way, in a row and then win the championship, you call me and tell me about it because that <laughs> team that team won 69 games. They might not have had the all-time record like the 72 and 10 Bulls or the 73 and nine Warriors, but they had this at that time. That was the best record that ever happened, and they won 33 games in a row. And I think the closest to that is like a 20-game win streak by the New York Knicks. So
1: you're, you're- There was always football on when basketball was on. So it was always <laughs> Sunday afternoon was about the only basketball game you'd get. If I had a stick, I'd hit you right
4: <laughs> now. <laughs> hey, I got one thing to say about Seattle right now. Yeah. It's probably the busiest weekend of the year in Seattle.
1: Is it it's the state fair?
4: It's, yeah, it's the seafair. Seafair. Oh. And they got the big hydro, unlimited hydroplanes they got all this stuff going. So uh, it's a big week, it's huge. It's probably the biggest weekend of the year out here.
0: So the best seafood ever too. Oh.
4: Well, speaking of that, you were talking about catfishes. Catfish good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you did have uh, fish. Uh, the last I, I, I,
0: I, I declined to answer that. <laughs> due, due, okay. to my, due to my friends that I played ball with for years.
1: Okay. And plus, we, uh, have a, we have a catfish show on this. Uh, yeah, the, and
0: this I mean, weekend we have a big, cat, have a big catfish <laughs> tournament this weekend in Drayton, North Dakota,
4: too. Okay, so. And I think
0: John might be in it. Mm. Yeah, yeah.
1: Now, we're, yeah, catfish is really good. <laughs> <They're> like <laughs> what was, trout? What was your fish last night, Monty, that you ate? Cod. It was Cod. cod. No, no,
0: um, I'm, I'm, I'm more along the whitefish, uh, the walleyes, and and the trout, and 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 the cod. Uh, catfish is more of a.
1: Uh, they kind of eat off the bottom. Don't they, they? An, an obese. Oh, bottom feeder. An an, an, no. o, an obese bullhead.
4: Oh, Jesus, that's not a good look. <laughs> that's not a good look.
0: Well, it's just basically the same fish, only about a thousand times larger.
2: Yeah. Uh.
0: Oh, thanks. Okay. Uh, I'll
2: stay away from it. Yeah, yeah. I have oh. an Ocho update, if you want. Uh-oh, what do you got? Uh, well, I figured we'd maybe throw an update out. I know it kind of reported in the news how Lionel Messi was making his way to oh. Major League Soccer, and now he's been playing the last couple of weeks here. And he's, he's
0: been, been been, been like, acts, adulation has been flowing all over him.
2: Yes, and he is dominating because, you know, the team he went with, Inter-Miami, he was, or that, that team was not... They were not doing well at all this season. They lost all 11 league games this season before Messi joined the team. And now that Messi is with the team, you know, he's played in three games since arriving, and he's had five goals in those first three games, and Inter-Miami has won all three games. So huge X factor, huge difference maker.
1: And the U.S. women's team has imploded, right?
2: Yes. That chick needs to go. Yeah, what, what do you guys <laughs> make of that? U.S. Women's World Cup soccer? What, they barely got well into the... well to the sixteen. Yeah, well, round of well, sixteen.
0: What I saw was the national anthem, and I saw about three-fourths of the women's uh-huh. national team uh, declining to stand with any kind of respect. But it was not them that I was so disgusted with. It was the uh, grade school age girls they had standing in front of them emulating them. And I'm like, that's the issue right there. Is that you represent something, and you are idolized by others, and they're going to replicate you. And those little girls have no idea. Well, I don't. I don't know why the U.S. Uh, women's soccer team. What are they protesting? They're too free. <laughs> would Would they better? Would they rather wear hijabs? I mean, I don't
1: know. <laughs> well, I don't know. There was one of the teams I, that well, had. Our, I had <laughs> Had to get a GoFundMe page to get enough money to even go there. That's not traveling
0: issues. So, 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 so our Uh, team is sponsored by Coca-Cola and everybody else to be there. They're there for like a month, and and they got the nicest, nicest shoes and the nicest outfits. And these other countries are barely there. Yeah. And and we're protesting because we're so oppressed. Really? Okay, I I get it, but I mean and 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 it's not, i
4: don't get it i no, don't no, get it. no,
0: i don't get it either and and uh, i'm gonna say this right now too is that the u.s women's soccer team is the most non-diverse team that's ever existed in sports for the most part yeah well, we got
1: yeah, dennis rodman really, that's very true we got dennis very rodman's true. daughter
2: on it it was jamaica yeah. that did the gofundme to get the travel oh, yeah. but, but
0: still it's i mean when you got 20 players it ought to be a little more yeah, uh, yeah. Balanced, I guess. Yeah. And well,
1: and then games not. are yeah, being played at not. 3 o'clock in the morning, too. Well, so. I just,
0: you know, it, 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 it's hard, it's hard to, to, to watch people protest this country when, when you, you go to the grocery stores these days and you watch people living on Social Security yeah. shopping. Yeah. That's what I find oppressive. Yeah. Is, is, is watching people on Social Security trying to decide if they're going to pay their light bill... Or buy some hamburger.
3: Yeah,
4: um, I'm with you, man. I'm I'm totally with you. And, and I get it.
0: We're not we're not all fortunate enough to, to have jobs where we get paid well enough and two income house, households and stuff. But, boy, oh, baby, when you're retired and, and, and that fixed income is what you're living on. And your our gas prices are starting to creep up too yeah. Oh, yeah. again oh, again
4: and, and well come out here ours is the highest in the nation
0: well yeah you're you're on the left coast <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, we're goofball
4: run by a goofball
2: I, 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 I guess I got one okay. lo- one last news item here uh, I'll, I'll give a big shout out to Minnesota Wild for re-signing uh, Philip Gustafson had yes. a awesome season last year with the Wild yeah Going, a
1: lot better than they expected
2: yeah uh, 22 wins nine losses uh seven overtime losses uh with three shutouts and a 2.1 goal against average and yeah 0.931 safe percentage so uh, three years 11 and a quarter million dollars so big ups to minnesota i approve of that really liked how he did last year
0: good for them and, and flurry's still there yeah they so said he got he's, them both flurry will part. still
2: be there and <laughs> They got a good okay. prospect in the AHL too, they well, said.
0: I got nothing else. I'm I'm still sitting here reeling from the fact we started the show and Bill got me tissues because of my Yankees. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> God dang guy. Well wow. I don't know what, I don't know what's gonna happen when the playoffs are on and they're not there. Yeah.
2: Maybe we should give one last shout out to Keith uh, Supersonic Steve. He said he's been to Sea Fair. He said, uh, way way back in the chat there.
4: Oh yeah, oh, it's one of, and it's not as fun as it used to be, but uh, it's a great time. And for people to come out here, it's see the you know the uh, unlimited height of planes. It's 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 pretty special. It is cool.
0: Well, sounds like fun. We'll have to catch yeah. it somewhere along the line. One of the in, yeah, take a look at it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: No, it's it's fun. It's a big big deal.
0: And and Bill is all jacked up because football season is on the cusp. And yeah, yeah and, he, there and he,
1: probably and he, be some college next
0: week. Yeah, and he and he loves watching me suffer with my Yankees. <laughs> and um, of course, we had Victor over here tonight again, uh, yeah. hanging out with us after he does all these other shows and. And getting into the the, the the sports groove with us. Always enjoy, man. Always enjoy. You guys are a riot. <laughs> so, so it's been fun. Supersonic, got anything else?
4: No, that's it for me. I'm. Uh, I'll be out there in about a month. So oh, that's we'll, right.
0: We're gonna. Yeah. Look forward to having you out here, and we'll we'll talk again next week. Adios. All right. Take
2: Monster, care. Uh, take up care. Up, uh,
0: Bo- uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So so we've got the. Uh, Thank you for tuning in to tonight's Fork Sports Highway. Catch us live every Thursday at 6.30 right here at Grand Fork's Best Source, live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch. If you missed us live, find our archives by searching GFBS on your favorite podcast, streaming, or social media apps. We're everywhere. Support GFBS by leaving us a five-star review on Google or checking out the donate link on the top of www.gfbestsource.com website. That's all for tonight. But watch Brew Brothers Live tonight at 9 p.m., our brewery show. Brew Brothers Live at 9 p.m. You're going to learn something about some of these craft beers they make up in the Midwest. So that's all for today. We'll see you next week.